Welcome to Grails, a podcast by Alton Insights. My name's John Tunger, and this is another edition of The Week Ahead, where I talk about different assets that are hitting the fractional marketplaces and cover different trading news, auction news, keeping you on the know with what's going on in the alternative assets market. And what really sticks out to me this week is signed George Washington lottery ticket. Yeah, you heard that right. Let's get started. One of the things you just have to love about investing in alternative assets is when you just learn about some of the weirdest things in history and then get a chance to actually invest in it. So this week, brought to you by Rally, you have the chance to invest in a signed lottery ticket signed by George Washington. Yeah, okay, the first time I heard that, right, you sit back and you're like, what? What does that even mean? So it turns out that early colonists would actually use lotteries to fund different public service projects. So whether it be build roads, buildings, it was basically sort of like a voluntary tax where if they wanted to get something done, they could say, hey, buy this lottery ticket, have a chance to win prizes, but also you're funding this building project. Side note, that sounds like a way funner way to get taxed. But so for this item, this tactic of using a lottery to fundraise was used by George Washington and his friend Thomas Bullitt to fund a road to Bullitt's newly built resort. It was called the Mountain Road Lottery, and it was first advertised in the Virginia Gazette in July 1768, offering 6,000 tickets, each signed by George Washington himself. Now, this lottery ticket is one of 25 with Washington's signature that exists today, at least that we know of. And it debuts today on Rally with a market cap of $35,000, IPOing at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Also debuting today on Otis, we have a 2003 Topps Chrome NBA sealed hobby box. It's IPOing with a market cap of $54,700. And this hobby box includes 24 packs with four cards per pack. Obviously, you're hunting for rookies from the 2003 the 2004 season, which features the draft class of LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, and Chris Bosh. So it makes sense why this box could be worth $54,000. The thing about buying these sealed boxes is that there's obviously no guarantee that any of those rookies are even in the box because they're sorted at random. But the LeBron Chrome refractor market has been on fire, and that's driving the value of this box. Similar to the way the 86 Fleer boxes increase in valuation in accordance with how MJ's rookie card from the 86 Fleer set does. There's currently a LeBron James Chrome refractor selling on Otis for $175,000. And talking about buying entire sealed boxes, hunting for grails of certain rare cards, on April 9th, Rally is IPOing a 1999 first edition Pokemon booster box. This item is IPOing with a market cap of $415,000, and that is the most expensive booster box to IPO on Rally. But for good reason, this is the box that really brought Pokemon to the US, and the top card that people are chasing after, that super big grail, is the holographic Charizard number 4. For context, Rally IPO'd a PSA 10 version of that card for $350,000. And lastly, for assets that are hitting the market this week, we have a 2004 to 2005 dual logo man, so the logo from NBA jerseys, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird BGS 9 card. That's right, both of the players on this card, autographs and all, and this is an actual one day one. One of one card that was printed to highlight one of the greatest rivalries in sports. And I don't think that's dramatic saying that. 
did you know that Johnson and Bird played against each other 37 times in their NBA careers? 18 times in the regular season, 19 times in the playoffs. Between 1980 and 1989, there were only two seasons, count it two seasons, that ended with someone other than Johnson or Bird winning the title. You literally can't tell the story of the 1980s without Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. In 1980, 82, 85, and 88, Johnson led the Lakers to championships, winning three finals MVPs along the way, and in 1981, 84, and 86, it was Bird who led the Boston Celtics to championships, with him taking home two MVPs. This card IPOs on April 11th on Collectible with a market cap of $499,000. The owner of the card is retaining 55% equity, making the offering amount $223,000 for the rest of us to invest in. And some notable trading news that's happening this week. A quick fun fact, all assets trading on Rally have already traded at least once on their secondary market. The highlight is probably the Honus Wagner T206 card, which IPO'd on their platform in December 2019 at a $520,000 market cap, but currently sits at a $900,000 cap after the first few trading sessions. It gained a whopping 20% back in February. Otis has two assets that'll start trading on their market this week. The Floyd Mayweather rookie card, it IPO'd with a market cap of $38,800, and the 1988 Contra video game, WADA 9.2, that IPO'd for $32,400. If you're not already, follow us on Twitter at Alton Insights. We're reporting on what's going on all throughout the market, all week long in real time. We'll be back on Wednesday with another interview. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time. For the lawyers in the back, a quick disclaimer. You understand that by listening to this podcast, you are not receiving financial advice. No content published here constitutes a recommendation that any particular security, transaction, or investment strategy is suitable for any specific person. You alone are solely responsible for determining whether an investment, security, or strategy, or any other product or service is appropriate or suitable for you based on your investment, objectives, and personal financial situation. Please speak with a financial advisor to understand if the risks inherent in trading are appropriate for you. Trade at your own risk. Bum, bum, bum.